Shalom friends. Hey everyone. Welcome back to Access. How's everybody been through this crazy pandemic? You know, I really miss ev seeing everybody and worshiping together. Uh, the last time that our Access Faith community here in Toronto was able to physically meet together for our weekly praise gathering services uh, was back in March of 2020. You know, since then, our children's ministry had continued to meet with Auntie Lily almost every Sabbath through Zoom classes, which has been great. And I've seen the kids just so happy and excited to see each other week after week. Our Access small groups continue to gather regularly on video calls for check-ins, Bible study, and prayers. During the COVID lockdown, you know, many people had been asking, Tim, could you put up some studies? Maybe you could put together an online praise gathering service for our community. And, you know, I'll be honest, I purposefully chose to just not do any of it. Um, after six years of teaching, almost every Sabbath, I chose to rest and reflect and just be rejuvenated by God's word. You know, 2020 was a weird year for many of us, right? So I decided to take a break from teaching and creating the uh, weekly Access Learn studies and just be with my family for the year. When we stopped meeting, my youngest son was only about three months old and I was not getting any sleep. So I spent the year in prayer and studying the word together with my wife, Beverly. And I must say that it has been such an enormous blessing to grow together with her and be able to bring God's word to our five children. Now it's time to get back to our studies after this 11-month break. If you need a handout for today's study, please visit our Facebook group, Connections Ministries of Canada, and you will find all of our studies under the Files tab. Our study today is called Let There Be Light. No better place to start studying again than right from the beginning. We're going to be looking at Genesis chapter 1 and just the first five verses. It's funny, since I've been studying Genesis with my eldest son, Tobin, it, he always has the most interesting questions. You know, he wants to know if God was really there at the beginning and he created everything, well, who created God? You know, he's got questions like um, science says that the world is like billions and billions of years old, but, you know, according to the Bible, it's only like, what, 6,000 years old? And he, he raises a lot of interesting points, and I'm sure these are a lot of questions that we ourselves have asked. But the question I really want to answer today is, what can I learn from the creation story? If you have your Bible with you, let's open up to Genesis chapter 1 and the first five verses here. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was unformed and void. Darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God hovered over the surface of the water. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. God saw that the light was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. So there was evening, and there was morning, one day. Alright, so if we were to observe this text a little more closely and break it down verse by verse, what can we learn from this creation story? What is God communicating to us through this word? Verse 1. In the beginning, God, Elohim, created the heavens and the earth. So, we're talking about what God did. When? In the beginning. 
The beginning of what exactly? Well, the beginning of time. The beginning of our material universe as we know it. It says that he created the heavens and the earth. That's the material, physical universe that we can observe, that we can measure. And at the beginning of all that, God was already there. He's the one that created it all, you see? So those are the two things we need to understand from this passage, that the material universe as we know it definitely had a beginning. And the second thing is that it was God who created all of it. Verse 2, the earth was formless and void. Darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God hovered over the surface of the water. Now, when we look at this, the material elements of this planet that we're living on, it was already there. It could have been sitting there, but how long did the earth sit there lifeless and dark and chaotic? It could have been sitting there for billions of years. You know, we aren't told, but at some point, God decided to spark it with life and give it order. Now, if you're following along with the handout, you're going to notice that there are a few italicized words in brackets um, interlaced with the text. And these words there are the original Hebrew words that are used in the manuscript. I believe approaching scripture through this Hebrew mindset and context that it can help us to appreciate more fully and properly interpret what the passage is actually intended to communicate. Here in verse 2, we come across a word, tohu wabohu, which in English is translated as formless and void. It's a wasteness, this, uh, that which is laid waste. It's like this desert, this empty nothingness. And um, it's just, there's this voidness that's there. And this was the condition of the earth immediately before light was created. This earth couldn't support life. It was just useless. It was unformed and it was unseen. And there was just no true value to it in its state. Then we read about this spirit of God that is hovering over the, the dark waters, over the surface of the waters of the earth. And this, the word spirit here in Hebrew is ruach. And ruach is best interpreted as a spirit or wind or a moving force. So we know that God's getting ready to do something here. And we move on to verse 3, where it says, Then God said, Let there be light. And there was light. So this moving force comes over the waters and something is going to take place. And then God creates the first thing. He says, let there be light. And the Hebrew word for light here is or, O-W-R, or. Now this or, it's not the sort of light that you get um, like from the sun or from the stars and the moon, or it's not the light that comes from a light bulb on a lamp. This is a different kind of light. And to understand what this or means, it's better translated as illumination or enlightenment. Illumination or enlightenment. This or is closely associated with life and joy and goodness. Now with this understanding of light, let's look back at this Hebrew word for darkness in verse 2, choshek. Choshek was over the face of the deep. It expresses a sense of blindness, misery, falsehood, and ignorance. It means something that leads to death 
and destruction, choshek. So you have this concept of or and choshek, light and darkness. The darkness was already there, just nothing. It was a nothingness. But then God created something. He created or, this light. In verse 4, God saw that the light, the or, was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. This word good, it's so lacking. The word here originally in Hebrew is tov. Tov means so much more than good. It means it's beautifully and wonderfully formed, that it's well-crafted. It was created well, and it's viable. And he saw that it was tov. Then he takes this illumination, this enlightenment, this, this or, and he separates it from its opposite, the choshek, the darkness, the blindness, and the falsehood. Now, it's important to note here that God did not create darkness. Darkness is like this nothingness. It's just this void, no life. And that's the opposite of what God brought with this or. He brings life. So what exactly is this illumination and this enlightenment? Well, it could very well have been the primordial essence of God that we call the Shekinah glory, since he was simply just, he was there. Now, there's no reason not to suggest that this or there in the first day of creation is the same light that will be in the first day of the new creation that's revealed in Revelation 21 and 22. It reads here in Revelation 21, verse 23 to 24. The city has no need for the sun or the moon to shine on it, because God's Shekinah gives it light, and its lamp is the Lamb. The nations will walk by its light, and the kings of the earth will bring their splendor into it. Now, this is just totally amazing to me. I just love that here at, in the very beginning, we were introduced to this first thing that's created, this ore that's brought into our existence here. And, and this is the very last thing that's spoken about in the book of Revelation at the end times when this world comes to, to pass and, and we get to dwell in the presence of God and his ore in his Shekinah and, and just know that we're totally there with him and, and that there would be no more night. This is just such a beautiful, beautiful picture that we're getting from the whole story, the creation story and all of scripture and the New Testament and how it's all pulling everything together into one beautiful thing. Okay, let's uh, let's wrap this up. Okay, let's go back to verse 5 here, where God called the light day and the darkness he called night. So there was evening and there was morning one day. The or he calls day and the choshek he calls night. It's interesting to note here that um, the sun and the moon had not yet been created. So what, what is this day? that is talking about here. What's this period of time? You know, um, but God had put together this pattern for his people to follow that um, a day to the Hebrews throughout scripture, a, a day to them was from sunset to sunset. So a Shabbat was observed from Friday sunset till Saturday sunset. And the day began at sunset and it starts in the dark and then the light comes. And isn't it just fascinating to see that that's the very pattern of what he did there right at the beginning. 
he gives us this pattern that the earth was just this darkness, this void without purpose or no life. And then the light comes and then order and life starts to take shape and form. You go from unseen to seen, from darkness and nothingness to something of great value, something that is tov, well-formed, and good. Is it just me, or is anybody else noticing that the days we're living in are getting pretty dark? Like there's this choshek that's coming back, you know, it's like this darkness, this chaos, this confusion, there's just almost a sense of hopelessness that's starting to swarm over the earth. These are dark days that we're living in. I believe we are living in the end times. I think it's really important that we start to share God's word with people that brings hope, that brings illumination and enlightenment, that, that helps bring life to people. In the book of Revelation, there's a vision that's given to John about the new heaven and the new earth. Revelation 22 and verse 5, it says that their night will no longer exist, so they will need neither the light of a lamp nor the light of the sun, because Adonai God will shine upon them, and they will reign as kings forever and ever. What a beautiful picture, what a beautiful promise, that there will be a time where there will be no more choshek, no more darkness, no more evil, no more death, no more suffering. All of that will be gone. And then we just get to live in the presence of our God, our Creator God, in all His light, in all His goodness. Friends, thank you so much for joining me for today's Access Learn study. I'm really excited to see where God is going to be leading us as we continue to study His Word together. May the grace of our Lord Yeshua and the shalom of God our Father be with all. Amen.